The VA is prioritizing illegal migrants over our veterans. Sean Parnell joins me to discuss that. Rhinos unite all for the cause of getting rid of George Santos from the house. I tell you some inside baseball and a California small business owner just became the latest victim of a robbery. You might know him from Twitter, Chef Andrew Gruel. All that and more on the Brianna Morello show. Last week, a report came out that Veterans Affairs was kind of tied into uh, providing medical services for illegal migrants. We've since received some type of clarification, but I wanted to play a little soundbite on how this story even came about because it's gone viral and a lot of Americans are enraged by this. So let's play how this this story even came about. It It happened last week on Fox News. The mission of the VA is to serve veterans, not to serve unauthorized migrants. And so what's happening is, and, and we have this from the Undersecretary of Health, he's put out in a video, which I've seen, hey, make it hard for veterans. Make it hard for veterans to go ahead uh, and get community care. But at the same time, they are processing for 2022, 161,000 medical claims and paying those claims for unauthorized migrants. Um, meanwhile, veterans are having a hard time getting health care. Uh, they're literally dying because they can't get mental health in a timely manner. Um, they can't they can't get cancer treatment. Uh, bills are being sent to them because they're not paying the providers on time. So it's make it hard for veterans. They've told the staff to do that. Only default to the VA um, community care when you have to. At the same time, they're helping Border Patrol and ICE make it easy button. Easy button for unauthorized migrants. Hard button for veterans. It's got to stop. Congress needs. It's outrageous, but it's not surprising. As you know, on the show, we've covered several issues with the Veterans Affairs Office when it comes to even just J6ers. They're denying uh, J6ers benefits even before their trial. We've covered that extensively. Uh, We broke that story here, actually, on this show. And so it's no surprise to see them giving some type of favoritism towards illegals. But the VA says this. They say that they're really only in charge of uh, providing the financial reimbursements. They're not really providing any medical services. And they claim this has been something that's been longstanding since the Trump administration. I want to bring in a uh, an individual who has a lot of experience on this because this is something we need to discuss in length at length. Uh, let's bring in combat veteran Sean Parnell. Sean, thank you for being here. Sean is also the host of the Battleground podcast, which is up on Rumble. So everyone make sure you check that out. It is very, very important because I love checking you out, Sean. You got the best takes. And so it's important to have you on here to talk about this. <laughs> Hey, thanks. It's not a bad way to introduce me. I've got the best take, so I'll take I'll, I'll take that. I'll take yeah, it. yeah. Well, you know what? Normally, um, I I either agree with someone or I disagree with them. But when you give your takes, I I see I see your angle, and it kind of makes me think a little bit. So I appreciate that. I want to get <laughs> well, into this. Well, yeah. I, awesome. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> Sean, I want to get into this story a little bit because it's outrageous. When you first heard it, I was I was floored, but. Uh, it looks like the VA is helping illegals out, and obviously you as a veteran are aware of the, the issues that the VA currently has. They they seem to be really stressed out all the time and, and with a limited amount of resources. So what's your take on the VA helping these illegals out by helping them out with the reimbursement process regarding ICE, and, and, and should this even be something that the VA has to partake in? Well, of course not. The policy itself is, is of course, shameful, and it just shows priorities that are just totally jacked up out of the Biden administration. And no, uh, this is not a policy that's gone back uh, as far as the Trump administration. The Trump administration signed a sweeping 
Veterans Affairs Healthcare Reform Policy called the Mission Act, which essentially gave veterans a choice with regards to where they get their health care. And what I mean by that, put very simply, is sometimes veterans live out in very rural areas and suffered yeah. from horrific injuries, amputations, and they have to drive two, three, four hours to even get to a VA hospital. What the, but, but the Mission Act essentially did, and again, President Trump signed that into law, one of his first acts as president. Uh, it gave veterans a choice. They say, I don't want to have to drive three hours to get health care at a VA facility that's in a city. No, I can go get uh, care of my choice at a civilian provider. That that was Trump's legacy as it pertains to the VA. But politicians on both sides of the aisle, they like to trot out this tragic number of 22 suicides a day from veterans, yeah. uh, because yeah. as anyone who follows veteran care knows that the real vo- real war for veterans starts when they come back home from the war. And is it really any wonder? Is it surprising that that this that that number is so tragically high when veterans all they have to do to see how this country thinks of them and by by the way the vast majority of americans love the love our veterans they thank us for our service and we're certainly grateful for that but it's the height of hypocrisy when you see politicians on both sides of the aisle one citing this tragic number two setting policies like this one that put illegal migrants essentially invaders that come into this country illegally before people who've served this country and it it's it's a terrible policy and it needs to change. Yeah, it is. And, you know, um, we had some outrageous claims made this week by uh, Senator Dick Durbin, who who wants those <laughs> illegals to serve in the military. So let's just play his cl- clip real quick, because I was outraged when I saw this. But I'm going to get your take on it in just a second. Let's play that a bit for our audience. But there's also an incredible demand for legal immigration into this country even now. Presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military. And if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Should we give them the chance? I think we should. Sean, should we give them a chance? I'll let you take that one away. (laughs) No. Well, I mean, look, I... The the military, patriotic Americans are and should be the lifeblood of the United States military, American citizens. And you know the first act of someone coming into this country cannot be breaking the law and violating our sovereignty. We don't even know if these people have any loyalty to the United States of America. Uh, they've not, in many cases, not been vetted. I mean, there were just 10 Chinese military-age males, Chinese migrants that were just caught in California yesterday crossing yeah. our southern border. What Senator Durbin... Again, these I'm sorry, but these people that we send to Congress, uh, some of whom are Republicans, but the vast majority of whom are Democrats, are the biggest mouth breathers in the world, because this is one of the one of the worst policies uh, humanly possible. And again, this isn't this isn't an issue 
of of being a country that wants to close off our borders or be xenophobic in any way. No, the left likes to conflate legal immigration with illegal immigration. No, America is the most generous country on the face of the planet. We allow millions, over two million legal immigrants into this country every year. We're the only nation on the face of the planet that allows that to happen. And if those people who come to this country, who've been vetted, who've gone through the legal process the right way, if those folks want to join, sign up to volunteer to serve this country, some of whom I served with in combat, more power to them. But but to illegal migrants coming here to this country, putting on the uniform, serving in a foxhole next to an American citizen, no, it's a recipe for disaster and would also be a national security threat to this country. Yeah, I don't understand how he's not seeing that, right? We're seeing these migrants, <laughs> but we all know that that they're not just migrants, right? They're coming from China. They even have, I, I believe we saw a video from Jorge Ventura uh, of these migrants carrying these suitcases, but they're smart luggage uh, suitcases. So they're not just, you know, somebody who's who's low income and just trying to get a shot at a better life. Like they seem to be getting supplies. And uh, correspondent Michael uh, Michael Yawn has been reporting this for quite some time. And he's been pretty much saying that these are, these are people who are going to fight in our country, but they're not going to fight for our country. They're going to fight against us, it looks like, because these people, uh, when he's speaking to them, they don't like America. And, and we're seeing these people flooding into our border from the Middle East uh, and, and from China, and no one's stopping it. So the fact that Dick Durbin is sitting here throwing this one out there is quite concerning. But uh, there seems to be nothing said anymore that really has me outraged anymore. Everything, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Um, so no yeah. surprise here in any of this. Uh, how do we fight back as Americans uh, regarding these illegal migrants who are coming into our country from countries that hate us? How do we protect ourselves at this point? Well, first of all, Republicans have to get off the sidelines and get into the fight and start winning elections at the local, state and federal level. The Democrats are extraordinary at playing the long game, right? Like, they're not just looking at this cycle. I guarantee you, Democrat leadership in Washington they're meeting around a table on a weekly basis, not just talking about how they win this cycle, but how they win in cycles thereafter. Yeah. And why? And, and this is how they think. This is how they play. This is how they fight. They never take time off. Well, most Republicans, we don't like the government involved in our lives. Like we all have jobs. We pay our taxes. We we. Most Republicans, I mean, seriously, the polling backs this up time after time that most Republicans uh, outside of the people who are wired in, of course, like us, uh, they start paying attention to elections, maybe 30, 60 days before a primary and before a general. That has to change. You know, our opposition, the Democrats, the radical left, uh, they want to fundamentally transform this country and they don't take days off. So we can't either. So we've got to elect leaders at every level of government who will put a stop to this uh, illegal invasion at our southern border. And by the way, this is one of the main reasons why President Trump won in 2016 was saying that he was going to build the wall. I mean, look, in four years of a Trump presidency, you had 400 plus thousand people come across the border illegally. That's a lot of people. But in three years of a Biden presidency, that number is 10.5 million. So leadership matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it does matter. It does matter. Uh, and you were just talking about Republicans who who really aren't helping our agenda. Uh, just before we went to air, I didn't I didn't have time to prep you for this one, but we just got an alert that Senator Tommy Tuberville has given in and unfortunately has given in on his military promotion. So he's no longer holding out. He's going to allow the the mass promotion of these military members, who a lot of them are just DEI promotions. They're not people who are legitimately exactly. being promoted. Uh, and sadly, Tommy Tuberville's office. Um, you know, I, I like. I 
I like him. I think that this is just internal issues that's happening within the Republican Party that they pressured him into doing this. And he tried his best to hold out. And he had to give in because he kept getting uh, bombarded by these rhinos in, in the Senate. So unfortunately, Tommy Tuberville has given in. And it's no surprise. Uh, I don't know if much will change anymore. But Sean, thank you for being here with us today. We appreciate it. Again, to our audience, you got to go to Rumble and you got to subscribe to his Battleground podcast. I highly recommend it. Thank you for being here, Sean. We appreciate your time as always. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. I want to let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes. So now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now, Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. Under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. On this show, you guys know we constantly cover crime and unfortunately, the reason why I left New York is just blue states just seem to have a lot of it. Uh, although, you know, it happens on both, you know, red and blue, but it just seems to to be an issue for blue states because there's very little consequences. Uh, I want to get to a next, another story because I think it's quite interesting about what's going on in California and how it's kind of just sadly declines. But there's somebody who you might be familiar with who just actually became a victim of a robbery. Chef Andrew Gruel is one of our favorite followers on Twitter. As you guys know, he makes you all feel like a personal chef because you're getting all these great tips and you're getting inspired. Chef, thank you for being here. Um, Listen, I'm sorry that this happened to you. I want to bring up a a tweet that you posted. You recently had an incident with a break-in and this individual uh, did steal from your business. Uh, So tell us a little bit about what happened here. Uh, Thankfully, he left the ribeyes, as you joke in this tweet. But um, how did this all go down? And and what's the status regarding the police investigation? Certainly. And I got to say, we're pretty lucky, actually, because a lot of the stories that I hear from local business owners are they when people break into their businesses, a lot of times they're, you know, they're drug addicts, they're, um, you know, just vagrant, transients. They trash the place. I mean, completely yeah. trash the place, looking for anything that they can then pawn or resell. What was really interesting about this situation for us is, is that this person was a professional. We've determined that they actually had a getaway car. They cased the restaurant. We do have video of them casing the restaurant on uh, Friday night. This occurred mm-hmm. on Sunday night. We also uh, 
noticed that they very, very systematically removed. We actually had a lockbox with a key in it for our team members who sometimes come in early. They got that open and they used the key to get into the restaurant and then had the wherewithal to use the key to then get into the back office of the restaurant. And why I find that interesting is, is that had they broken the door, it's a custom door, multiple thousands of dollars, we probably wouldn't have been able to open for business and it would have been a significant custom job to get it replaced. So maybe you just start leaving keys under the mat and, uh, you know, in hopes to minimize the loss. But then they got into the register, they uh, removed the cash. Now, what I also noticed in, in talking with the police is that there's usually six minutes from when the alarm goes off or a silent alarm to when the police come. At around four minutes, the burglar got very, very uh, frenetic and stopped looking and actually grabbing things, removed himself from the restaurant, and then took his treasure, which was the cash register drawers at that point. He overlooked uh, computers, laptops, uh, liquor everywhere, obviously. So this was somebody who wasn't in it for the booze which I think is interesting. And then they uh, took the money and left the drawers. They took credit cards that were left over laying around. So I think that this one may have been a bit more of a professional job. But uh, when we spoke with the police who were very professional and they did a great job, they spent probably five or six hours with us in and out yesterday from a crime scene investigation. Now, mind you, we're in Orange County, which is a bit more uh, serious about crime in Orange County, now the, the the kind of prosecutors here, maybe not necessarily, but at least the local police ordinance and departments, city council. So, uh, but they did imply, like, look, even if we bust this guy, nothing's going to happen. They're not, you yeah. know, they're going to be back on the street in twenty minutes. So, you know, consider us lucky. But that's my crime story. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely are lucky, sadly. I mean, your wife put out this tweet, and I want to grab that for our audience. Uh, she kind of noticed suspicious behavior. I think you said it was on a Friday. Um, yeah. So she she was aware that he was kind of walking around prior and kind of feeling out the the area. Um, I mean, you you don't want to, like, confront someone who's doing this, obviously, but I don't know how businesses defend themselves when people are just so free to come in, kind of scout out the area, look around and and then do the break in later. Um, when it comes to if you if you learn any lessons from this, what would it be if you had to give a, some advice to small business owners on how to protect their business to make sure this doesn't happen to them? Because your wife kept an eye out and she obviously had the correct gut instincts. Uh, how do you prevent this from happening going forward? I mean, it's prevention, right? So you also want to make sure that you don't have any valuables lying around, but you can't just every single night spend the labor to cover up and put away yeah. all the liquor bottles, all the computers, et cetera. It's going to make operating your business impossible. But I think that yeah. the one point you bring up that's really interesting is, is that it's the prevention element, but also you see somebody casing the joint, you see odd behavior, and you want to call it out. In California, you're really not encouraged to do so. And they recently yeah. passed a bill in California that's a workplace violence bill that prevents any employees or security guards from actually stopping a crime that's in progress or getting them involved in the stop, you know, the prevention of a crime. So there's kind of a gray area there. But if you do, if you if you pull away all that granular language in the statute, it really just says you cannot be involved in any capacity in preventing violence. Now, I do firmly believe, you know, be very strong and aggressive in the way in which you pr- you protect your business. Even in Orange County, though, I mean, getting concealed carry is so difficult. So for me, right, we've been targeted. I've gotten death threats in the restaurant, in and out. And it is incredibly difficult for me as a business owner who handles cash, who gets death threats, who's now been burglarized to actually attain a concealed carry in Orange County or Southern California. 
So we'll have to hire an outside security firm if we want to do anything to, to prevent this. But now those outside security firms, they're not even legally allowed to get involved in the prevention of any of these crimes. So the grand messaging from Uncle Newsom here is, don't worry, we got you covered. We're going to forgive you. There's not going to really be any consequences for the crime so long as they're petty and they don't affect us from the perspective of not being able to raise the campaign dollars. And we're just going to push all this under the rug. I mean, that's the message regardless of where you are in California. And we're seeing this vigilanteism occur. And frankly, you know, I, I don't want to put it out here, but we've got prevention measures in place right now that will prevent these criminals from coming into the restaurant. And if we ever see a situation like this again, where somebody's casing the joint, like, I mean, we're going to take it back behind the dumpsters, you know? <laughs> you might as well, honestly, because like how it was in New York for me, these criminals, they have more rights than than the business owners or the individuals who are becoming the victims of these crimes. And, and so many times we're... we're, we're we're told we can't intervene. I mean, I worked in retail when I was 16 years old, and in one of the one of the companies I worked for, which was a big corporation, the corporation literally said, "Hey, if you catch someone stealing, do not put your hands on them, don't touch them, because if they get injured on their way out, they're going to sue you and come after you for it." There was one instance where a woman had uh, grabbed televisions off of uh, the stands that were were there in the electronics department and ran out the door. She fell, broke her leg, and guess what? She did. She sued, yeah. and she won a lot of money. And so it it doesn't empower business owners to protect their businesses, but but you can't just sit there and become the victims of crime. So listen, I, I give you a lot of credit for that. Uh, Gavin Newsom is a horrible governor. I think he's scouting uh, a potential presidency run, but gosh, this country could not, not, not survive a four-year term of Newsom. So I, I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, Chef, I want to direct our audience to your Substack page. You always have the best recipes. You always have the best photos of food. If you're looking for some inspiration, go over there and subscribe. Uh, and it's a great, great follow, like I said. Uh, chef, I'm sorry this happened to you. I'm glad you and your family are safe. But man, oh, man, is that just a horrible story? Uh, and hopefully it's the last time we have to go over it because I don't want to hear about this again. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Chef. Well, let's be honest, right? Under Joe Biden, we've had plenty of economic woes Whoa! and uncertainties. Like many of you, I was getting a little nervous, so I turned to my dad for some advice. He's great at investing his money. He said there's only one thing to do, and that's to invest in gold and silver. I've never done it before, so I called our friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott. And I don't regret it at all because, let me tell you guys, he gave me all the details I needed. So if you're like me and you're just trying to get your foot in the door and kind of figure out what's the best way to invest your funds, I highly recommend and right now, you go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash Brianna. That's KirkElliottPhD.com slash Brianna. Or call 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900. I want to let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. 
And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. The rhinos in Congress all got together and they finally addressed one of your top priorities. Just kidding. They didn't. Uh, Instead, they went after George Santos, Congressman George Santos, and they successfully got him expelled from Congress. Yes, George Santos, the guy who clearly lied about his resume and his background. We all know that. Uh, But he also is now facing like two dozen criminal charges because they just hated him so much. They were so upset that he lied to get into office that the federal government gained up on him and went after him. And although I'm not saying what he did was right, you shouldn't be lying to get in office. But if we're starting to do that, then we got to get rid of literally more than half of the members in Congress right now. Uh, It's quite it's quite interesting. Our guy, George Santos, is now a goner. Uh, but he's got a second career. And we're going to talk about that with my good friend, Zeke Arkham. Zeke is a New York State police officer. You might know him from Twitter. Everyone loves you on Twitter, Zeke. Uh, you have you have completely outdone me. Nobody nobody even wants to like my stuff anymore. They're all about you. And <laughs> I'm constantly getting like your tweets pushed to me. And I'm like, I know that guy. I know that guy over there. So uh, give Zeke a follow. It's, it's a great follow. Everyone loves him on Twitter. Wow, he's almost at 300,000 followers. That's pretty... Pretty impressive, Zeke. Well, thank you. Not not everyone likes me. Uh, sometimes you can look at some of my uh, comments and I get called all sorts of names. So uh, I think people follow sometimes just to see what I'm going to say. But uh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you, you were actually one of the first people to believe in me. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny. I found you on Twitter and you and I exchange messages back and forth. But you're a guy that's that's all about common sense and you simplify things. And it's amazing. And I tell everyone to give you a follow because honestly, it's like it's like a breath of fresh air because in New York, we're very limited with people who are believers in common sense these days. And so uh, I loved giving you a follow. And then I was excited when you started doing these videos and I wanted you to do some more. So I'm so happy for you. We've got to talk about Santos, though. So now he's out of Congress because this was their top priority, of course, to go after him. And it was actually New Yorkers. So it was New York Congress members who gained up on him and went after him, which I find to be cr- very interesting because a lot of these people were just newly elected. So they're in moderate districts. And they thought that in their district that this was going to be a top priority for for their people. Um so poor Santos uh, expelled. He's out of a job. Uh, it's quite concerning. But you know what, though? Um, the only time I've actually ever laughed at an SNL segment in like years just happened this weekend. And we've got to give SNL some credit here. Uh, we're going to play a little small clip of the routine that they did. It's it's pretty funny. Let's take a look. Okay, enough. Enough, enough, everyone. Stop assaulting me. I'm being assaulted. This entire country has been bullying me just because I'm a proud gay thief. But what else is new? America hates to see a Latina queen winning. Since the day I was elected, it's been a witch hunt. But if I'm guilty of anything, it's for loving too much slash fraud. (laughs) Now, I'm sure you bloodthirsty jackals in the media have a thousand mean, nasty questions you're dying to ask me. Go. You called this press conference. (laughs) No one asked you to do this. Well, America needs closure. One of their favorite sons, me, has been cut down in the prime of his life at 17 years old. Okay, who's next? You, name and routing number. 
No. Uh, so how do you feel about being the only, only the sixth congressman ever expelled from office? Oh, big whoop. You think I need this? You think I need any of you? You followed me home and begged me to ask you more questions. Okay, fine. You want me to say that I lost? That I'm humiliated? Fine. So I'm no longer Congressman Santos. I'm just regular old Professor Major General Reverend Astronaut Santos, Protector of the Realm, Princess of Genovia. Expelled and prosecuted for 23 felonies, a setback? Sure. But I promised myself I wouldn't let it ruin my Kwanzaa. Oh, gosh. It's so good. It's the only time I've ever laughed at an SNL joke. Um, so I'll give them credit for that. Your your reaction to just that routine right there, because that skit was pretty good. Every now and again, they remember that they're actually a comedy show, so... Uh... Yeah, that actually wasn't bad. But, I mean, but it's, it's true to form in real life. I mean, he's he's been the ultimate drama queen. He's brought all this attention on himself. And, it, it, you know, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy, I, I guess, you know, as the saying goes. But my, my only problem with this entire thing is the complete double standard from the rhinos and from the Democrats. If George Santos was a Democrat, he'd still have a job. And I said that in the tweet. He would still have a job. You know, you've got Nancy Pelosi openly... Uh, uh, inside the trading in front of everyone. You know, you, there's like that top 10 list of people who have uh, uh, made millions of dollars in the stock market since they've gotten into office. They get to vote directly on what they're inside the trading on. So, you know, you've got that going on. You've got, uh, um, I can't think of his name right now, who, who, who slept with a Chinese spy. Eric Swalwell. Who yeah. literally slept with a Chinese spy and got caught, and he was just kind of like, you know, oh well, you know, yeah. and nothing's happened to him. Not not a single trial, not not a charge, not an investigation, nothing. You know, yeah. you've got the squad who make an anti-Semitic comment almost every other day. It seems like at this point now, and they haven't gotten as much of a slap on the wrist. They haven't even gotten like a stern tweet from anyone. So I mean, you know, you've got all these rhinos and Democrats who are openly flaunting the law in front of us, and nothing's happened to them. George Santos, and this is not a, uh, not a defense of him at all, but he's Republican, and they said, hey, you know what? This is our opportunity to cut down into this margin, to cut down into this lead that the Republicans have over us, and we're going to go after them, and go after them they did. Yeah. Yeah, they did go after him. I mean, to me, it wasn't a top priority, but I'll give you guys a little bit of inside baseball here. So I am actually from Nassau. Well, technically, it's Suffolk County, but I'm right next to it. And so um, initially, before I left back in 2018, I was looking to run for office in New York. And so to run for office for any seat, uh, I was going to run for the state Senate. You have to meet with members of the GOP, um, both county, towns, and you have to have discussions with them prior. So and you have to kind of get their blessing before you run. So uh, I was working my way through it all. I was I met with the Suffolk County uh, GOP. I met with the town of Huntington. And I was trying to get into Nassau County. And so the Nassau County GOP wouldn't actually allow me to schedule a meeting with their chairman, which is strange because normally you can if you're running for any seat or you're looking to run for any seat. Uh, they're usually pretty open to meet with you. And I also had the backing of a lot of really important people who are currently in uh, politics. And so uh, it was weird that they were ignoring me. And then I got a call from somebody 
directly friends with the chairman who pretty much said because I was a young female and I wasn't even as vocal as I am now. I was actually quite moderate at the time uh, that he didn't like me because I was a female and young because he thinks we're a little mouthy. Like now I'm mouthy, but before I wasn't. Okay. So and he didn't know that. So um, it's quite interesting because now George Santos got the blessing from the same chairman that wouldn't meet with me. And um, let's be honest, right? Republicans, they they love a good, just like Democrats, they love saying, oh, we've got ourselves uh, uh, all this type of politician. So like, right, they heard he's Jewish. They heard he's gay. He's Hispanic. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Let him in, let him in. Like they didn't even do the background check. And I don't think most Americans realize that there was a binder of dirt on Santos and both Democrats and Republicans had it and they didn't use it against him. And everything that came out after the election was actually in that binder. The New York Times got their hands on the binder and they published it, but the Republicans didn't even look at it. So the reason why you saw all these New York Republicans who were just newly elected, uh, they're definitely rhinos, but they got pressure from the Nassau County GOP chairman because they needed the mistake that they made to be corrected and they needed them to go after George Santos to get him pulled because a lot of donors were pissed off about this. And so uh, what you just saw play out in Congress was, was literally a chairman in Long Island who was upset because he got caught off guard, not doing his job. And, uh, uh, he wanted to make sure to clear this guy out. And now we're going to have a special election and it's likely going to go to Democrats. That's my thing. He was fairly elected. There's no reason to do something like that. But, um, you know, these Republicans, man, they just they pretend to have noble causes that they want to back and have these these high uh, ethics. But they themselves don't live up to those same standards. Um, Zeke, when it comes to finding a replacement, what do you think Republicans in Nassau County can do to kind of combat this new Democrat who's going to come up on this special election? Like, how do they even earn back the trust of Nassau County residents so that they could potentially keep the seat, but it's likely they won't? But what can they do? They're really going to have to go out there and, and pound the pavement and actually work and look yeah. at the voters and say, hey, you know what? We got behind the wrong guy. Give us the shot. I mean, this is a district that Joe Biden actually won uh, pretty heavily back in 2020. So they're going to have to go out there and really work. But as you can see from the RNC and, and what seems to be the normal amongst Republicans, they're kind of just going to lean back and go, hey, you know what? What happens, happens. Let's let the chips fall where they may. And that seems to have been the Republican strategy ever since uh, 2018. Yeah. So I, I'm not optimistic about the Republicans keeping that spot. I'm not optimistic about the the Republicans putting in the work and saying, you know what, we messed up. Let's get the right guy in this chair. We can do it. We can do this for the country. We can do this for 2024. And we can do this moving ahead. I, I don't really have a whole lot of faith in the Republican uh, National Committee right now. I'm hoping that they... Someone wakes up. I'm hoping that someone's brain cells actually connect and, and there's a, you know, there's a loop, a current, something's going on. Maybe we can get, uh, you know, I, I, someone in there to, to sort of work. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, this is an important seat. And for yeah. the country, for the future, for 2024, I'm hoping that something happens. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Well, listen, I mean, George is out of a job now, and so now he's just regular George Santos. But he had a backup career plan, and it's quite interesting. He is now available on Cameo, and his former colleagues are supporting him. Uh, Senator uh, Fetterman actually supported him financially and bought uh, this video from his Cameo page that we'll play for you right here. It's actually pretty It's pretty amazing, so you have to give this a watch. It's, it's a good one. Hey, Bobby. Uh, look. 
I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make them put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. Yeah, that message was for Senator Mendez, who actually is under criminal investigation um, for a whole bunch of different issues. Uh, a lot of it seems to be potentially bribery. Uh, but it's interesting. That was Fetterman. That's probably like one of the funniest things. Fetterman's actually starting to sound like a little bit of a moderate Republican these days. That's how far left the party's become. But um, he, he's he's both supporting Santos in certain ways and being critical of his own party by saying, hey, we're not even willing to get rid of our own who are also criminally charged. And then he's also supporting Israel, which seems to be pretty interesting. But Santos has all these videos out there now. So if, you, if you're really desperate and you're looking for a good Christmas gift, you could support him uh, by spending that $200 uh, for a quick shout out video. You could help us Botox and filler fund because no longer he can no longer use his donors for that. So that's interesting. Uh, Zeke, before we go, you are uh, somebody who I love talking about the issues related to New York crime. You guys have gotten an abundance of illegal migrants in New York City, for example. Uh, they're literally being dropped off by the dozens every day at the Roosevelt Hotel. Uh, all these hotels in Midtown, they are on the streets. They don't want to contribute to the community. We now know, thanks to this New York Post article, that less than 2% of the illegal migrants who have come here since, I think it was 2022, the summer of 2022, uh, have contributed by uh, applying for work permits that they the mayor, Mayor Adams, had to actually fight to get a hold of. So out of 140,000 illegal migrants who are now in New York, only 2% of them have actually applied for these work permits. Um, Zeke, I'm not surprised. Are you caught off guard by this at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm completely surprised. No one could have seen this coming, right? No one. Sorry for that sarcasm I just dropped all over you, but uh, I mean. (laughs) We love it. this, this, This is... They also said that this there were going to be nothing but uh, women and children showing up, you know, women and children fleeing persecution in their home countries. You know, they, they were claiming asylum. If you listen to AOC, you know, they're just coming here and they just want an opportunity for a better life. They just want to come here and contribute and they want to live their American dream. And meanwhile, it's all 18 to 24 year old men coming over here, you know, with with a bunch of children. And, you know, it's like an African immigrant. So with a bunch of Asian children saying, yeah, no, these are all my children. You know, I, I, I birthed them myself, you know, like, when are we going to start really telling the truth about what's going on at the border? How we have a joke of a border, how there are actually, you know, shows in Mexico where they're advertising, hey, listen, you can get into America now. You know, you, you can basically just walk through on the, to the other side. You know, this has been an entire, this has been a joke of this administration. You've got Kamala Harris, who can't even bother to really visit the border. When she did go to the border, she went to the safest part, you know, the part that was prepared yeah. for her ahead of time. Yeah, and, and, you know, Biden finally had to admit, you know, maybe I got to put up a wall, maybe kind of, sort of, I got to do something about this. Yeah. You know, when, when, when are we going to admit this whole entire process since Biden's been elected has been a complete joke? Our border has been a complete joke. Our, our, uh, homeland Security, our border agents are fighting an uphill battle that that they can't win because they don't have the numbers, they don't have the manpower. They they're they're way too many uh, of these migrants coming in at the southern border. 
And then you've got uh, uh, Greg Abbott sending, sending them all over the place, which he should. I have no problem with what Greg Abbott's doing. And and you've got all these cities, Chicago, New York, California, that, have, that now have to allocate a substantial amount of their budgets for the year to feeding, housing, home, you know, uh, uh, medical costs for these migrants. Something, something's got to be done. Yeah. And, and I, I just need someone. I don't care if they're a Democrat, Republican, independent. I don't, I don't care who they are. Someone's got to step up and take care of this because this country can't sustain this large influx of migrants coming in. I mean, I, I think uh, the, the number's over 10 million now. That's, that's more of a population than some states. Yeah. So something, something's got to be done because this country can't sustain it. Yeah, it can't. It can't. And I'm starting to think that we're potentially being set up for failure here because we're we're watching all these CCP migrants come in there. They're saying migrants. I believe that they're actual agents working for the government over there, the Communist Party. We're watching people from countries that hate us, Afghanistan, um, uh, Saudi Arabia, all of them just flooding our border. And I don't even know if the numbers can be trusted at this point. I think that they're trying to do damage control. and They're only going to give you a certain amount of these numbers. But um, it's not just happening here. It's happening in Europe, too. And we're watching countries fight back like like you know the the irish thank god are fighting back because they are so brave right now but they their migrant crisis is even worse than ours and people are fed up people are fed up with being called racist for saying that you want to prioritize your country over people who are foreigners and shouldn't be there in the first place so it's all quite interesting we'll see how this all plays out zeke thank you for joining us today i want to remind our audience you're on twitter it's a good follow zeke and then i'll spell the last name a-r-k-h-a-m zeke thank you so much for joining us today we appreciate your time as always hey everyone i'm getting ready to head out right now but before i go i always have to put on some deodorant and i used to look all the time for the best deodorant. I couldn't find it on the shelves at all until our good friends over at Give a Derm came out with a brand new deodorant. This one's called Pits Me Off. It's incredible. Watch this, it's super easy. Ta-da, and that's all you need. And it dries super quick. Obviously I'm wearing black. There's no white residue left over. It's a natural deodorant. It's made right here in the USA. There's none of those Chinese harmful chemicals also included it. It's giveaderm.com and then use the promo code Brianna for 10% off. You gotta try it. I wanna let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. Thank you for watching The Brianna Morello Show. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you want to support us, support our sponsors, great sponsors like Givaderm. Givaderm is the all-natural cosmetic and skincare product line. I recommend them. I love them. I use them all the time. 
And ladies, if you're looking for a natural deodorant, these are the people you want to go to. So make sure you go to giveaderm.com. And if you're looking for a great discount, you have to use promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. Again, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. Use that promo code if you're looking for a great discount. And we'll see you here again next week.